Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Guru Podcast. This is the podcast that takes you on a journey through the ever-evolving world of men's fashion. I'm your host, Bill Daly, and today we have an exciting adventure in store. Join me as we dive into the realms of dapper style, comparing the fashion trends from 60 years ago with the more contemporary styles of today. Whether you're a seasoned fashion enthusiast or just starting to explore the nuances of style, this episode is bound to captivate your imagination. We're going to look into the glimpses of dapper glamour 60 years ago. So let's get started. Let's set our time machine to the year 1963, an era that laid the foundation for modern dappers style. In the 1960s, elegance met a wind of change. Suits were the hallmark of a gentleman's attire, boasting tailored fits and a meticulous detail. Think of the timeless charm of Mad Men. What a great series that was, and it brought back some of those iconic styles. The color palette was subdued, featuring blacks, grays, and classic browns. Ties were a statement piece, often sporting intricate knots and patterns. Accessories such as tie pins and pocket squares completed the ensemble. Men went to the office in a suit, and the ladies always wore skirts and dresses. And make no mistake, if it was an event, people dressed up. Let me start off with a couple of questions for you to think about as we navigate and go through this podcast. Number one, can you recall any iconic figures from the 1960s whose dapper style left a lasting impression on you? I can think of a few. Can you? How did the cultural shifts of the 1960s influence the way men approached fashion? Well, for those that grew up in the 1960s, experienced a lot of that change and that free-spiritedness, while those who didn't grow up in the 60s can only read about it. And I'm not sure get the full transformation, but we may have an opportunity to talk about that. The contemporary dapper, where past meets present. Fast forward to today, and we find ourselves at the crossroads of classic charm and modern sensibility. Modern dapper style retains the core essence of tailored sophistication, but with a twist. You see, suits continue to be a mainstay, but the range of fits and colors have expanded. From muted tones to vibrant shades, the palette is as diverse as the personalities that wear them. Accessories like patterned socks and statement watches now share the stage with pocket squares, cufflinks, and bracelets of all kinds and colors. Well, well, well. Let me pipe up with some additional comments about the statements I just made. If you have followed me for any length of time at all, you will have undoubtedly noticed that I love color. 
just color? No, not just color. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a sucker for the classic muted tones as well, but more often than not, I'm interjecting color every chance I get all year round. Let's talk about patterned socks for a minute. While there are many patterned sock brands to choose from, Southern Scholar socks have been my favorite, and Kevin Woolman is founder of the company and found the secret sauce for great mid-range socks. These socks have been the best-fitting elasticity of anything I've worn before. And you see a little transparency. My feet have been damaged by the uncontrolled diabetes from my past, and so they're extremely sensitive from the nerve damage, and I cannot wear anything thin like shears or even a really thin gold toe sock or something of that nature. And cushion soles don't work in my shoes. <laughs> so, great news. Southern Scholar does both. And they do it in solids. They do it in dots, almost like a foldered look. Checks, stripes, and a handful of others. And I have several dozen, due to the very affordable gentleman's membership that I joined a couple of years ago. And I look forward every single month to first getting an email saying, hey, your socks are on the way. And then they end up in my mailbox and I get to tear open that little package and I see a great little card describing the name of the particular sock and a little bit about it, where it came from. The one I just got this past month are called the Kennedys, a bright royal brew red white sock with a unique stripe pattern, perfect for spring and summer. And then they go ahead like fine wine and tell what it's best with. We recommend pairing these with a light gray suit, brown leather loafers, and a white dress shirt. You can also try them with medium gray charcoal or blue trousers. To bring it all together, throw in a matching brown leather band, watch and belt, and a blue, red, or white pocket square or tie. I absolutely love that. It's like dressing for dummies sometimes. And it's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not a cure-all, but if you are that type of person that has a little bit of trouble putting things together, just being a part of the gentleman's membership will get you some nice socks and tell you how to wear them with other pieces and you're on your way. So I'm really excited about that. Um, there are two or three other brands that I do wear a lot that um, are also uh, great socks, but still, in my opinion, builds opinion. Nothing compares to Southern Scholar because I can wear them both casually and dress and absolutely love it. And uh, my friend Risto from overseas uh, doesn't like it when I wear stripes with my nice suits. And I will say I probably pulled back a little, but uh, I keep wearing them just to egg them on. So Risto, if you're listening, this one's for you. How about pocket squares? Well, most of you who know me realize it would be a cold day in hell before they would see me wearing a suit or a sport coat without a pocket square. I just don't do it. 
And no, I don't take the inside of the pocket and turn it inside out because it has a pattern to it. Um, you might as well be wearing a clip-on tie to do that. They do it on displays and mannequins, but your pocket square better be a separate piece. And wow, can it drive an outfit. Pocket squares can often pull it all together and create a statement piece. Trust me, everyone will notice. Check out my first episode that I had after the pilot. And I interviewed Lauren J. Fields, who's an artist and creator of some of the most beautiful hand-dyed, hand-rolled silk squares anywhere. I kid you not. They're absolutely amazing. Her business is called Art to Wear. You can find her on Dapperly Dressed in a Casual Age. You can find her on Instagram uh, at Lauren J. Fields um, and other places as well. Or you can just get a hold of me. I'll tell you how to do that at the end of the podcast. And I will be happy to connect you to her. And you will be most happy that uh, you did that for sure. <clears throat> Lastly... I have now reached a point where my bracelets have become an important part of my wardrobe, just as my pocket squares have. I wear them almost as consistently um, as my pocket squares. I always wear beaded bracelets for uh, the reason that it brings color in. It's got a little bit of style and everything else, uh, from simple black to ornate and multicolored Uh, As of today, a majority of uh, what I wear are originals with some purchased items thrown in as well. But make no mistake, everyone notices the bracelets. And I have a little bit of fun with it because a lot of times when, and it doesn't happen very often, I have an opportunity to watch a movie on TV or something. I don't watch the news. I don't watch local television. I I don't have time for all that, nor do I need the negative influence in my life. But... If I'm watching or streaming a movie on TV, I will be sitting at the table and I get out all my stuff and figure out uh, where my wardrobe needs uh, some different colors and different pieces to add together as I get new suits and ties and so forth. I put those together. And then as an added bonus, because all it's got is a a little bit of money and, and my precious time and sweat equity involved in the in the pieces when I'm out there and somebody says, God, I absolutely love that. Well, I can strip it off my wrist and I can hand it to them. And uh, it creates a connection that I think is pretty cool. I've done that with ties as well. And I've had that done to me when I've commented to people about, um, I just absolutely love the tie you wear. And then all of a sudden it shows up and I get it, or I bump into them, and they hand me a package, and it's the tie that I commented on. I've certainly done the same thing. Sometimes it's hard to part, but man, the joy you get by giving it away, um, it comes back to you uh, in in so many other ways. So might be a thing you could try. Um, you would be well to look into some for yourself, You can start by going to Pinterest and simply typing in men's beaded 
bracelets and be prepared to lose about three hours of your life because all of these different things will come scrolling up. You can probably do the same thing on Amazon. You can probably do the same thing on Google or whatever your search engine is to um, look for things of that nature. And you can see a lot of plastic things, but you can see a lot of semi-precious stones being used as well and metals and some iconic little skulls or whatever. Um, not a skull guy myself, but uh, I do see them and they work well. Also, lots of leather get blended in. I uh, purchased recently just because the time to put together leather pieces is so great. I can buy them for a fry. I can, I can buy them completely done in bulk for less than I can buy the leather and make it myself. So just got to weigh it out there. But please look into that. How about some more questions? Number one, in what ways do you see modern dapper style adapting to the digital age and the rapid pace of the 21st century? You know, when I came up with that question and looked at it, I'm thinking, you know, the digital age is that's just what we call it sometimes. But what it is, the, the key is the fast pace. And people aren't taking the time like I do to put stuff together. I mean, I painstakingly put together outfits each and every day. It's intentional. There's a reason I do what I do. There's a reason I wear what I wear. And scarcely do I wear the same outfit ever. I may wear the same pieces paired with other things, but pretty sure I could scroll through my Pinterest or my Instagram or my Facebook posts and not see any duplication exactly. Even though I love all the outfits that I wear, I like to shake it up and give men um, and women for their men some new ideas as often as I possibly can. But in what ways do you see modern dapper style adapting to the digital age and more importantly the rapid pace of the 21st century? Well, there are a lot of things you can just throw together. Obviously, people are dressing much more casually today than they ever have. COVID didn't help it at all. We've talked at nauseum about that. But I do believe that things are starting to shift and the, the pendulum is swinging towards a more dapper style or it's certainly a more dressed up style where sport coats are being sold again and and uh, we're seeing um, stores fill up more than they've ever filled up and I'm seeing guys on the street um, wearing more. I I hope I had something to do with that in my local area. And now because of the internet, obviously, around the world, I get a lot of comments from people um, on my posts from all over the world, literally. And I've just, it's been such a pleasure to get to know different people, both famous fashion models and everyday people like you and me. But uh, what I, I, I see that happening. I see people making simple choices, not going all in. They're dipping their toes in the water, and that's what's happening because um, it's easy to do. It's quick. It's relatively inexpensive to do it that way. Um, you can throw on a very nice pair of $200 page slacks or jeans and uh, pair it with a sport coat and a shirt and belt and shoes, and voila, you're you know, you're dressed up, more dressed up than 80% of the guys you'll bump into on the street. Number two, let's let's look at the next one I put down here. Are there any contemporary fashion icons whose dapper choices resonate with your personal style? 
you know, everything that I wear, everything that I do has been found um, in something that somebody else has done in many cases in the beginning. Today, I create almost everything myself um, and I save it, I post it. I put it on Pinterest, I do whatever, so that I can refer back to that. When I'm helping other men uh, put together their wardrobes, etc., I can send a link like a lookbook and, and we can go. I mean, it is easier today than it's ever been, ever, 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 to be able to put stuff together. You can do a lot of stuff on your own by trial and error and just matching what other people are doing. Where you need people who can help you from a consultancy basis um, like I'm doing is to help guys understand what they don't know. And there's a lot of friends that I have that are um, stylists who can help do the same thing. We can create clothing and custom everything. Um, I just got a pocket square recently that I got oversized in a picked out the silk and had it made because I absolutely loved, loved the pattern and, uh, Happened to have worn it yesterday and got a lot of comments on it. People really liked it. And uh, um, so that's that's where you can have some fun. But are there any contemporary fashion icons? And certainly there are. One of the other things we're blessed with is there's a lot of different movies out there um, that bring in fashion. I mentioned Mad Men. Uh, Suits is another one that is one of my favorite series. And Netflix has a... Uh, the new episodes um, out there. It's a great place to see fashion, both for men and for women. Um, but certainly Harvey Specter uh, lays the foundation for classic fashion. And then Mike, his sidekick, uh, does more of a contemporary thinner lapel, thin tie uh, sort of um, motif. And I would look into that because that'll be an awful lot of fun. Um, Let's bridge the gap a little bit. Let's talk about then and let's talk about now. Let's draw a parallel between these two eras that we've been talking about. A notable shift is the move from conformity to individuality. And probably the last three or four episodes, I've been harping on this big time. The 1960s upheld a certain formality while today's dapper man embraces the freedom to mix patterns, textures, and even incorporate casual elements. The slim fit silhouette and attention to detail, however, remain timeless. And I will tell you that my fit, especially since I've gone to uh, custom clothing moving ever so closely to 100% bespoke, I can do whatever I want. And if I'm taking 30 to 35 measurements to be able to put a suit together, that thing's going to come in fitting perfectly without being tight. I don't like that look personally. I've seen some guys pull it off and it looks all right. But it, it it you just put it on and it fits. So if you want to talk to me about custom, I'm certainly help uh, certainly uh, willing to have that conversation with you, and I think you'd be uh, greatly surprised and impressed. Um, but that silhouette is kind of where things are for me. It can loosen up a little bit. It can tighten up a little bit. 
How about a question? Are you more drawn to the structured, dapper style of the 1960s? We call it modern fit, sometimes um, slim fit today. Super skinny, slim fit. Yeah, it's for the it's for the teenagers and the the ultra skinny guys that um, I think is a little bit too skinny for my taste, but. Uh, that would be a more contemporary style. But they even call it modern fit. Modern just means more today than it is modern. But are you more drawn to the structured, dapper style of the 1960s or the modern eclectic approach? And how come? Think about those. I would love it if, as you've heard these questions or go back and listen to the podcast again, you write down some answers and send them to me. I'll give you my email address. You can DM me on Instagram or or Facebook or whatever you want to do. But um, I would love to get your feedback. Number two, how has your personal style journey been influenced by the transformation of dapper fashion? Mine has been completely changed. Um, If I got out the pictures from 10 years ago, I've always been kind of a clothes horse and always kind of dressed up. I always looked nice when I dressed up, but, you know, I went through the golf shirt phase and I went through um, the the button-down shirt with jeans and a sport coat. I did, you know, I did a lot of of that, um, where today it's pretty rare that I'm not wearing a suit or a sport coat and slacks or a sport coat with a shirt and slacks or what have you. Yesterday I even donned a uh, dressy t-shirt with a sport coat and a pair of slacks uh, or actually a pair of page jeans. They were wonderful but it was a hundred degrees and 400 percent humidity outside. Um, I look like Michael Jordan coming off the basketball court after being outside for about 10 minutes uh, because it's been so humid. And I, I get it, I get it, I get it. It's hot all over the place and much hotter in many places. My daughter is in Northern California and I think she had a stint of 10 plus days over 100, 105 degrees. And so I'm not complaining, I'm just saying sometimes I got to tone it down a little bit. Plus, I'm in a pretty busy uh, vocation uh, in my street life and uh, I'm on job sites and and lifting and driving and all that kind of stuff. So enough about that. How has your personal style journey been influenced by the transformation of dapper fashion? Uh, If it's anything like mine, it's been pretty significant. Love to hear about that. Well, how about the art of fusion? Classic and modern merging. As fashion evolves, many gentlemen are navigating the balance between classic and modern aesthetics. You see, the fusion of a vintage blazer with a contemporary sneaker or a tailored suit with a hint of modern flair creates a harmonious blend that resonates with today's sensibilities. I have been experimenting with an awful lot of things and that's where also Facebook groups like Dapperly Dressed in a Casual Age, Foxtail Dandy, Quintessential Gentleman, 21st Century Gentleman, uh, and so on and so on. Um, This is where you can see guys and gals putting things together that you may have said, oh, I never thought about putting those together. Some you'll say i would never put those together but nonetheless you're going to be able to see things before you try them or even buy them 
um, and get a good idea of how they're going to look. So shake it up a little bit. Have you ever experimented with combining classic and modern dapper elements in your wardrobe? How did it reflect your personal style? Hmm? Think about that. What do you foresee for the future of dapper fashion and how might it continue to evolve? Well, my personal answer to that question is that I'm I'm almost 100% sure that it will continue to grow and it will evolve in bits and pieces and fits and starts, but I don't believe it will change in my my thought process there is when I think of you know the 1960s 50s 40s 30s classic styles of dress the Cary Grants the Alan Flussers the uh, James Bond early James Bond uh, styles um, and many others like that you see that style carry forward to today even 50 years later and it still looks fantastic yes there might be some tiny tweaks and nuances, little tinier shoulder, or it might be a little smaller around the cuff and the pants aren't quite as baggy, or maybe it's not a pleated pant, it's a front, you know, uh, flat front pant, whatever the case may be. The shoes have pretty well stayed the same. What has changed there is both the textures and the color blending. I think shoes are Awesome. Amel DeMarcos uh, certainly had uh, a jump on the game back in the day, but uh, many men I know are getting to that, um, getting to that shape. I think of my friend Dennis Rose uh, in the in Yakima, Washington, and uh, he has uh, quite the fancy closet and an unbelievable uh, collection of shoes and and uh, clothing uh, for men. Hats off to you, Dennis. Here's to you as well. Well, think about those things. You know, I've given you, I've given you some comparisons. I've kind of talked a little bit about where things are going. We're going to talk more about these subjects. I'm going to have uh, a guest on with me next week, and I just want to, I wanted to uh, kind of prime the pump, so to speak. As we wrap up this episode of Dapper Reflections, we've journeyed through a few moments in time, exploring the dapper styles of the past and the present. Fashion is an ever-evolving narrative, allowing us pretty much to blend the elegance of history with the spirit of today. This is key. So whether you embrace the charm of the past or revel in the contemporary fusion, remember that style is a canvas to express your personal individuality, yours. At the end of the day, your job is to dress for you, not other people. And when you're happy and feel good, the rest of us who are around you benefit as well. Well, that's about all the time we have for today, gentlemen. I hope you have enjoyed our topic for today. If there are folks out there who you think would be a great guest on the show, drop me a line. And some contact information if you have it. You can email me at menstyleguru.bd. That's menstyleguru.bd, as in Bill Daly, at gmail.com. Also... Please let me know what your thought, uh, what your thoughts are, and if you like the Fashion Guru podcast, please like it. 
rate it, share it with your friends. This is an evolution, and I want to bring you content that you love. Next week, I'm pushing it out onto at least a dozen other platforms. So I'm pretty excited about that, that it's not just iHeartRadio and Spotify, but it's going to continue to reach, and we'll see what happens from there. Uh, Hundreds of you uh, have listened and are following, and and I so appreciate speaking with you uh, each and every week, if not each other other week. Um, This is an evolution. And I want to bring you content that you love and that you look forward to. We have come to the end of our time together, and I want to say thank you for listening. I hope you have a takeaway or two or three or five. Please know that the main focus of the Fashion Guru podcast is to call men of all ages to a new level in how you dress and present yourselves, whether you are dressed up or casual. Focus number two is to celebrate all that my friends and my esteemed colleagues are doing in their spaces around the world. Most are directly or indirectly influencing this industry to the good, and I want you to support their businesses and social media pages as well. So anytime you hear me talking about my friends or acquaintances or whoever it is, please jot those down. Please visit. Look into what they're doing. Um, you're going to find things. But more importantly than that, it's going to link you to other places. Some of my greatest contacts have been because I contacted somebody else and I met them because of that uh, connection. So um, use that and, and you'll be surprised. I often say I would much rather do business with a trusted advisor than a complete stranger. So get to know the people that you work with and don't just willy-nilly go in and trust that whoever you're talking to without doing your due diligence and research. Um, And if they're not dressed in a way that you would like to be dressed, they're probably not going to be able to help you do what you want to do without a conversation and then maybe it still may not be there. So that's an important one. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please drop me an email at menstyleguru.bd at uh, gmail.com. Additionally, I would love and appreciate it if you would follow me and join the conversation on Instagram. You'll see lots of posts and outfits of the day and some general inspiration and encouragement for you. I want to wrap that into everything I do as well. You can find me at Bill Daily Fashion Guru. Let's meet here again next Thursday, okay? I always enjoy my time with you. I would also ask you to share this podcast with anyone you think may benefit from it. Don't cut out the ladies because there's a lot of ladies out there that are looking for great ideas to help their husbands purchase clothing and start to look better. Um, I'm just being honest. I've looked out there and a lot of guys look pretty freaking sloppy. Um, And just because you got married and and uh, you think you don't have to work hard anymore, you should spend your efforts keeping yourself looking as great as you possibly can for the benefit of your significant other as well. Um, The Fashion Guru Podcast is produced and underwritten by Second Chance Productions. One day I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Second Chance Productions. It's a great story and um, happy uh, to do that. And... I'm recording right here in Bettendorf, Iowa, in the good old U.S. of A. Remember, life is too short to wear boring clothes. So dress up and step it up, gentlemen. Until next time, 
I'm out.